0: Evidence
1: and,
0: answers. evidence and Answers is a Christian apologetics ministry led by Dr. Pat Zukran. Pat provides compelling messages from top apologetic scholars, defending the Christian worldview, and provides valuable resources for every person seeking answers to life's questions, as well as addressing key issues of our time. Serving to equip Christians who want to effectively engage their world for Christ is our focus. Why do we love Wonder Woman? Although a fictional character, Wonder Woman may teach us truths about ourselves and the deep longing in our hearts. You're tuned to Evidence and Answers Radio Broadcast with your host, Pat Zuckerman. Pat is an author, teacher, and international speaker in the area of Christian apologetics, the defense of the Christian faith. Today, our host, Pat, will be sharing from his weekly YouTube series, question of the week in which he answers the question, why do we love Wonder Woman? You may find the answer surprising.
1: Aloha and welcome to another episode of question of the week and each week here we try to answer some of your most challenging questions regarding the Christian faith and any questions that you may have. A lot of people think apologetics simply deals with theology or areas of philosophy and Bible. Apologetics deals with the Christian worldview, which is an all-embracing worldview, which addresses every area of the culture. And we're gonna do a fun exercise today, and we're gonna critique one of the blockbuster movies that has come out this year. In January, opened up with our first blockbuster movie of the year, Wonder Woman 1984. Now, this series stars a Israeli actress, Gal Gadot, and it has been one of the most popular films of all time and is also one of the most talked about on social media. Now the first Wonder Woman movie debuting in 2017 was a top movie bringing in over a hundred million dollars on its opening night. And the recent movie Wonder Woman 1984 takes us back to the 80s and it did just as well even during this time of COVID-19 lockdown. most movies with female lead actresses do not do as well as movies with male lead actors however Wonder Woman breaks the mold. Now personally I do not find the character of Wonder Woman the superhero very intriguing nor do I find the storyline of both movies very captivating as well. The plots are really nothing new and there's Really no tension because Wonder Woman is immortal, she is indestructible, and she is incorruptible. What really makes the movie more interesting to me are the characters that surround Wonder Woman. They tend to be more intriguing. But why then do we love Wonder Woman? What is our fascination that captivates us with this fiction superhero? what makes this hero portrayed in these movies such an attractive character to millions around the world? Well first let's analyze the character of Wonder Woman as she is portrayed in this movie series here. Now this version of course is played by Gal Gadot and is one of the most captivating and lovable characters of the DC comic series. Wonder Woman is beautiful, she is all-powerful, she is immortal and she is all good. What motivates Wonder Woman to rescue mankind and sacrifice herself repeatedly is love. Her love for mankind and she uses her powers never for self-gain but always for the good of mankind. What's intriguing is this. History teaches us that no one can handle uh, absolute power. Eventually, power attained by wealth or political rule or military might tends to corrupt even the best of human beings. So the saying is true, absolute power corrupts absolutely, but not Wonder Woman. And in the movie we see that the guiding principle in her life is truth. Wonder Woman knows truth and wants all people to live according to the truth and not to embrace false reality or some kind of false ideology. And she also has a built-in moral law code that restricts her from using her powers for any kind of selfish motive and only for the good of others and for righteousness and justice. So she represents the ideal of a noble human being and that is why I think we love Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman, like many superheroes in this series, actually represents, whether they know it or not, represents a messiah figure, a morally good and noble person with extraordinary powers whose mission it is to save mankind, often from themselves. And these heroes selflessly sacrifice to rescue mankind from inevitable doom. And these heroes actually whether knowing it or not, actually reflect the historical Messiah, Jesus Christ. There's parallels here. Jesus, the Son of God, sees the plight of mankind in our helpless condition. He leaves heaven to enter into our fallen world and enter into our struggle and suffer alongside us. And it's Jesus Christ who lays aside his life, and gives his life to show us the truth and to rescue mankind from eternal death. So these heroes, many of them, there are parallels built on the historical Jesus and their stories of redemption parallels the redemption story of Christ in many ways. Pretty interesting, huh? Now, all these superheroes face the same question in their movies, and the question is, why rescue mankind? Mankind is not worthy of them or their great sacrifice, nor will mankind appreciate their sacrifice. Why rescue mankind? And Wonder Woman, we see, lives in a pristine paradise on a secret island here with the Amazon woman secluded from the rest of the world which is in turmoil. And the Amazon women wish to remain that way. They wish to be secluded because they do not see mankind as worthy of their service and redemption. And Diana's mother teaches Diana that mankind shows a basic tendency for selfishness driven by greed, selfish ambition, and power. And no matter what she may do to fight against evil, Mankind will always revert to his selfish, greedy desires and going to end up in the same situation again and again and again. And so war and conflict will continually arise and always be a part of humanity and human history. So the question they struggle with is why rescue mankind? Is mankind worth redeeming? You know, and it's the same question you see throughout the superhero uh, series here it's the same question that's asked of superman it's the same question that's asked of uh, charles xavier same question asked of batman and Optimus prime of the transformers it's a question that they must answer why is mankind worth saving here and one of the interesting things in these series you don't really get a clear answer do you now Wonder Woman's mother says that mankind is not worthy of you, Diana. Mankind is selfish and self-destructive and mankind would not appreciate her and all that she has to offer and the sacrifice she makes. And in fact, you know, in the first movie it opens up where she, after rescuing mankind after World War II, is disillusioned and lives a life of just quiet seclusion. Now, what Wonder Woman sees as value in mankind is that there are humans who are good. Therefore, there is some good in mankind and mankind is worth saving. Because those that are good need a champion against evil. There are truths in the portrayal of human nature in this movie that are consistent with the biblical teaching on the nature of man. Bible teaches that we are created in the image of God. Therefore, we have the capacity to reflect some of God's character: love, holiness, truth. And we also have a built-in moral law code, Romans chapter 2, from God. We know right from wrong. However, we are also fallen creatures sinful creatures as a result of Adam's sin and therefore one of our natural tendencies is to serve self and do what is self-serving against God's moral law and so we see that battle in all human beings In it's there in all of us individually but also as a corporate society there's that struggle you see of the image of God in us but also of our sin nature. And that's why men can do tremendous good and achieve wonderful and marvelous uh, accomplishments, but also that same person can do tremendous evil. And there are societies that can do tremendously, uh, many good things and achieve wonderful things, but also turn and, into darkness and do what is absolutely evil. And so, that's what the Bible teaches us that we're created in the image of God but sinful fallen human beings. That's the struggle within each individual and every society. Now, in the movie 1984, Wonder Woman is called upon to rescue mankind once again from a being with even greater powers than she has. And in 1984, a business con man named Maxwell Lord comes into possession of a powerful dream stone created in ancient times by an evil god that will grant the wish of those who make a wish while holding the stone. Now, those of you who haven't seen the movie and don't want to, you know, have the plot line blown. Uh, you may want to bring this to an end and watch this after the movie. But those of you who've seen it know what I'm talking about. Now, Maxwell Lord here hunts down this dreamstone. He finds it. And driven by greed and enticed by the power of the stone, he succumbs to his evil desires and wishes to fulfill a most evil desire. He wishes to become the dreamstone itself and it is then that maxwell lord soon attains godlike powers to grant everyone their desires the problem is our desires are often driven by our selfishness and greed therefore granting people their wish fulfills their selfish desires which in the end in the end becomes self destructive and however the wish granted comes with a price Whenever you receive your wish, you surrender a very valued asset to Max Lord. And with each wish that is granted, Max Lord becomes more powerful acquiring the person's valued asset. And as each wish is granted, he becomes more and more powerful. But he himself becomes enslaved to his greed and becomes the embodiment of evil. As each person receives their wish, instead of happiness, more chaos and destruction are unleashed on the world and civilization becomes an absolute nightmare as each people is living out their own selfish desire. So instead of getting a utopia, we end up getting a nightmare. And eventually, if all people's wishes are granted, mankind will eventually self-destruct. Now, the only way to end the reign of terror is for each person to renounce their wish and sacrifice their desire for the good of mankind. And the process of redemption, of course, must begin with our hero, Wonder Woman, who must renounce the only thing that she has really ever wanted, the only thing that has ever brought her true happiness in the world. That is her old boyfriend from 40 years ago, who has been resurrected from the dead, mistakenly, when she made that wish, holding the dream stone. So he's come back to life now, uh, after he died about 40 years ago, and they fall in love again. And she knows, however, that if she wants to keep him, her great powers as Wonder Woman will begin to diminish. The only way she can retain her Wonder Woman powers and combat Max Lord and the evil that has come upon the earth is to renounce that wish and her boyfriend will be gone forever. But then she can attain her Wonder Woman status and battle evil and that's the conflict that she goes through but inevitably because she's Wonder Woman and all good she renounces her wish and retains her power and becomes the powerful Wonder Woman to combat Max Lord and the powers of evil that has arisen. Now we kind of feel the emotional pain of Wonder Woman as she gives up all that she loves to rescue mankind who's unworthy of being rescued. but. By this time, Max Lord has become too powerful for Wonder Woman to stop. And the only way that Wonder Woman can stop Max Lord now is to open the eyes of mankind to the truth. And she pleads with everyone to turn away from the lie and open your eyes to the truth. And she pleads and tells everyone that they have bought into a lie and they must renounce the lie now and see true reality, see the truth. And when mankind sees the truth, that in attaining their wish, they have become enslaved to an alien power that now holds them captive. And mankind's only redemption now is to turn to the truth and renounce the lie. And in the end, Wonder Woman is able to convince mankind of her message and the curse brought by Max Lord begins to reverse. And eventually, Max Lord, his love for his child and the danger he has put his child in awakens him uh, to the danger and evil and destruction that he has caused. And eventually, he renounces his wish and he is released from the evil power of the stone. Now we see some parallels here between the redemption story here in Wonder Woman and the redemption story we see in the Gospels of Jesus Christ. Kind of thing if we, once you start seeing and analyzing this movie you're gonna see those parallels that they have similar redemption stories. Every movie has a redemption story and this one there are elements that parallel the gospel story of Christ. So, whether it was intended to or not, the redemption story parallels the story of the gospels, right? Adam and Eve sought to fulfill their selfish desire and become a god unto themselves. And as a result, sin entered into the world. And as each descendant of Adam and Eve sought to attain their selfish desire, mankind suffered the effect and fell captive to an alien power of sin and eternal death. Redemption required the arrival of an all-powerful, all-good, and immortal hero who would give up all he had to rescue mankind from their bondage and eventual eternal self-destruction. And as you can see, that's what we have in Jesus Christ. Christ came and proclaimed truth to mankind and sought to open the eyes of mankind, to turn them away from a lie and turn them to truth. And truth is the most powerful thing that we have. Jesus said, it's the truth that will set you free. And Jesus said in John 14:6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the embodiment and the source of truth. And his mission was to open our eyes to the truth which he embodies and to turn away and renounce the lie that we have bought into. And so Wonder Woman gave up her love, her her boyfriend, for the sake of mankind. As Jesus gave up his life and suffered death to rescue mankind. So in Wonder Woman 1984 we have a fictional story of the rescue of mankind by this messiah figure of Wonder Woman. In the gospel story we have a historic true story of the God of the universe who lay aside his glory, entered into our world of suffering, suffered alongside us, sacrificed his life to rescue us from the darkness the lie turn us to truth and bring us eternal life so if you love wonder woman 1984 you should investigate and you should love the true redemption story of christ why is it that we love wonder woman but not the true messiah you know wonder woman represents a messiah figure, a morally good and noble person with extraordinary powers who uses their power only for the good and never for self. She is guided by her mission to execute justice and rescue mankind by bringing them the truth. And she selflessly sacrifices to rescue mankind repeatedly from doom. And she is guided by truth and knows that mankind is captive to a lie. And if she hopes to succeed, she must turn mankind from a lie to truth. So we love Wonder Woman because she is that Messiah figure. And we know, intrinsically, somehow we all know, well, we can see from the news around us that the world is headed in a very dangerous, self-destructive direction. You know, it's like when I'm out there surfing and I see this huge wave coming at me. There is nothing I can do. It's coming whether I like it or not. And it's going to wreak destruction if I stand in its way. Well, that's what all of us actually kind of see. When you look at the world around us, we see that we're heading towards some kind of apocalyptic, destructive, and if we continue the course that we're going. Problem is, we know we cannot save ourselves we're all looking towards some kind of messiah figure and in this fictional movie that's what wonder woman gives us however in reality we do have a messiah a true one jesus christ so why do we love wonder woman but not the true messiah well think because the marvel heroes do not hold us accountable for sin our sin and our need to acknowledge that we are all sinners and we have to repent from sin and receive the redemption given to us through Jesus Christ and His death upon the cross. So Jesus calls us out on our sin and calls us to repentance while these Marvel heroes do not. They say, you're all right, keep going and we'll fix up your mess here. Also Jesus explains to us the consequences of our sin that there are eternal consequences. Without Christ and without turning from sin we face an eternity separated forever from God. A message really that no one likes. But there are no eternal consequences with these Marvel heroes. We get rescued really for free. So perhaps those are some reasons why We love Wonder Woman, but not the true Messiah. Well, we love Wonder Woman because she embraces the ideals of the hero, the all good, all powerful, all loving. And in Wonder Woman, we have a Messiah figure that there are some parallels to the true Messiah. But remember, this is a fictional character here. In Jesus, we have an all powerful Messiah who is all good and embodies truth but one who freely chose to withhold the use of His divine attributes so that He could come in a form that we could comprehend and relate to and one who could suffer and go through the things that we do. So there are parallels between Wonder Woman and the historical Messiah and parallels between the movie and the historical account of the Gospels. However, the Gospel message of Christ remains much more compelling because it is indeed the true story of the redemption of mankind. Well I hope you enjoyed this movie critique and we'll do more of these as more significant blockbuster movie comes on which generate great discussion and I hope you see how the Christian worldview applies to all arenas of the culture and if you know how to watch a movie and we'll do a series sometime on how to watch a movie you can do a good critique from the biblical perspective here and generate some great analysis and discussion. So I hope you enjoyed our time here on Question of the Week. Keep sending your questions here to pat at evidenceandanswers.org and we'll tackle some of your questions each week here on Question of the Week.
0: run out of time. Thank you for joining us here on Evidence and Answers radio broadcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If you would like Pat to speak at your church, Bible study, or perhaps hold an apologetics conference, give him a call locally in Hawaii. That number is 483-0586. Or you may contact him through the Evidence and Answers website. That's evidenceandanswers.org. To keep broadcasts like Pat's on the air, we rely on generous support from you, our listeners. For the opportunity to donate, once again, head over to our website. That's evidenceandanswers.org, and you may do so right there. You will also find that we have a wide variety of resources available to you, everything from atheism to Zen Buddhism, including articles and additional audio for you to listen to or download. So be sure to share our website with those around you. Join us again next time on the air or online as we provide compelling reasons for faith in Christ. That's Evidence and Answers with Pat Zuckratz you yeah.